Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, Katie. I'm like jumping. I'm like, I'm going, I went back and forth between the Kindle and audio for this book. Yeah, so we're talking about Iron Flame today. We are talking about Iron Flame today. The one and the only Iron Flame by Rebecca Yaros, book two in the Empyrean series. Empyrean series, yeah. Um, obviously, book one is The Fourth Wing, which we did a previous podcast on. So if you want to hear our thoughts about that, circle back to May or June. Something like that. Yeah, hopefully you cannot hear the alarm, the car alarm going off now right outside my window. Hopefully it's not like that. Um, but yeah, so we started, we read Iron Flame, and we, uh, it's definitely, Katie, Katie's, Katie's just checking to make sure it's not hers. <laughs> Once we know for sure, it's the for good. The last thing I need is to call my husband who's in PA right now, like, hey, so my car got hit outside of Teresa's. Yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so Iron Flame picks up right, right. Right or fourth wing left off, which honestly I appreciate. Same because that like fourth that wing cliffhanger with like oh Violet's brother is alive and uh, Zayden is part of the like resistance yes. or yeah they're not calling it a rebellion anymore. No, now they're calling it a resistance, resistance. Right? Yeah, it gave me Star Wars vibes. Yes, yes, I was here for it. Um, I hope she's a fan. Yeah, so. That kind of, like, doesn't get wrapped up because they're like, we have to get back to school. Yes. Zayden, one, has to graduate. Two, everyone thinks that they're dead. Yep. Because they were sent basically to... To They were either sent to die or they were given, like, the option of, hey, stay here and die or, like, meet us at, like, the next post. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, we can't leave these people, so we're going to fight to our death. And then poor baby Liam, as you know, the, the end of fourth wing. We're still not well from that day. No, like I really was expecting so much like from Liam. I was not expecting Liam to die. No, I thought he was going to become kind of like, like, Z- like he, I know he was like, I'm going to call him like a right hand man to Zayden, but like he was, he was. And I was expecting him to kind of like branch out from that, but also still like be their protector. Like, yeah, I, yeah like I expected him to do great things for their resistance and, you know, be there as like a friend to Zayden and Violet. Yes. I don't know. Like, I, I just expect him to get some big, like, big, yeah. a big aspect of, like, what they need. Right. So, they are sent, basically, to their deaths based on information that Dane accidentally pulls from mm-hmm. Violet from touching her face. Um, we learn it's accidental. But because of that, we know that Dane's father is the one who set this up. Yes. And... Violet's mom had no idea that this was going on. So when they get back to the school, everyone has assumed that they're dead. They basically, like, call out the father, Dane's dad, and, like, you sent us past the wards, and we had to fight, what are they called? Uh, Venon. Yeah. And um, because of that, he's, like, removed Mm -hmm. from whatever. And there's, like, a new vice commandment now that's put in place. And he's the absolute, like, most horrific, horrible piece of shit man that's like ever existed. I can't wait to discuss him more in, yeah. in a little bit when we get to that point. When we get to that point, <laughs> right. Um, so Violet's back at school. Zayden, he, he graduated, so he is given his orders. And they know that the dragons are mated and that every like – they're thinking like every like three to five days we'll get to see each other because of the dragons and because of the new vice commandment and He's people in charge. Yeah, they're going to make – these two lives hell so they completely separate them they're like you get to see each other every two weeks and once and like or every seven days seven days yeah every seven days they go back and forth so she goes to him every two weeks he comes to her but like they go back and forth um which like you know it's okay, a given so to take. i know i know the mom has no idea right that this right. is like what had occurred right so like my one question about that was like you understand the mating of the dragons. Like, you understand the needs. Like, Tarin is, like, like literally, I feel like he's, like, king of the dragons, right? Like, Yeah, I think technically, technically, he's, like, the second biggest dragon. Yes. So, what, I for I, again, you guys, sorry about the names. Um, The war general guy, he has, like, the biggest, the biggest black yeah. dragon. But, like, so, 
But yeah, basically Taryn and Skill. Yeah. No, and I understand like the mom is maybe not like the higher up here, but like she's she's up there. In she's rank. like she's, I mean like there's like, like the king, and then yeah. there's like the general, and then, and then there's yeah. So like, if you know what is needed from your students and their dragons in order to prepare, to me it was almost like a why wouldn't she? And I understand she's trying to not give Violet like any extra. Whatever, because that's not who she is. But no, you understand but it, the mating bonds that are needed for these Also, dragons. you understand. Like, anybody outsider, like, looking in knows that the only reason why they would do this to Zayden and Violet is as, like, a fuck you to them. Yes. So, again, like... Or, like, the dragons, too. Even no idea yeah. what's going on, I feel like as, like, the people who are... I don't want to say oblivious, but it's just... Everything's going underneath their nose. You have no idea what's actually happening. Yeah. I feel like I would have taken, taken a look at this and be like, why are we doing this? Like... Right. Why aren't they yeah, they put Zayden in like the furthest like outpost, and like one of like the more like dangerous outposts. Yeah, and then every time like a lot. No, I wouldn't say every time because they obviously do see each other, but a lot of the times like Zayden when Violet gets there with Taryn, Zayden's out on patrol for the weekend, so yeah. they don't they can't they see like each other. Each or like Violet, um, like Taryn has to go without Violet sometimes because like she's like you know I mean she's in school and there are like things that happen, but they're happening on like the weekends that she's not supposed that she's supposed to be going to visit Zayden. So they're only getting very minimal, minimal time together. And that time together they spend fighting. And like, listen, I understand Violet's. I understand like, you know, it being like, you fucking lied to me. You almost got me killed because you lied to me. Grovel a little bit. Gro- grovel. But grovel. it went on this whole, like this whole internal monologue. Of, like, do I, do I stay with him? Like, I love him, but like, I don't know if I can digest it, like what he's like lied to me about. And he doesn't want to tell me the truth, like, like the full truth. Yes. Which I can also be understand that like after a while that is annoying. I, okay. In her defense, the whole like, ask me the right questions. I'd be like, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. My question is, what aren't you fucking telling tell me? me and, and tell, tell me. me now. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, yeah, the internal monologue be, like with her, like was really starting to grind my gears um well that's such a nice thing i know thank you <laughs> i was gonna say like something like ridiculous like grind my ass but no that's not mine <laughs> um she was really starting to grate on my nerves i yes. would say um with with a lot of that and like i do understand it and again so i was i was being really hard on her i had a review up on on tiktok about like my like initial thoughts after finishing and someone was like she well it does like comment on how she because in the first book what we love about her is that everyone is like doubting her but she's so strong and like so confident and like so like i can do anything and you kind of don't get that in this book from Mm her um and they're like her entire world literally was just turned like upside down with finding out her brother has been alive and like feeling abandoned by by him in a lot of ways because for the past like 10 years she thought he's dead and he's just like living his like life and she's kind of been like feeling like he like left me um and then also Six, right? years? six years? I think it's six years. Okay, well, Whatever. a long it's time. Still a fucking long time. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is six. And then um, one of her best friends dying. Yeah. And again, she's like, there was, he was physically fine. Yeah. He only died because the dragon scary, yeah. died. And there's just like nothing that you can do to like save him at that point. And like mm-hmm. having to just like watch this like healthy, like happy totally person okay, yeah. just like pass away. Obviously, really difficult. And then the whole like, oh my God, all these fables that I thought were, fables are actually true stories yeah. very whoever said that then very valid point yes and also like the this like person that i think is the love of my life knew that my brother like knew these things but again at the same time like take a step back there was no way he could have told her no not at that point not at that point i i as i said i didn't mind some of the monologues if there was none i'd be like what like yeah like hold like yeah hold like, like hold the like the heat to it yeah well, hold, hold this your, feet, hold this feet to the fire, fire. but like you don't need to for like twenty like percent. Yes, like I don't think we needed like a solid fifty percent of, and even the battle of like, do I tell my friends or not tell my friends? I, like I get it. Like there's things that, like you want to share because, and she makes valid points. Like I want to protect these people; they have no idea what they're up against, and that makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, and of course, like her one, what's her friend's name? Rhiannon. Rhiannon. Like I should remember that. I know. Song. Um. It, I don't know. Like, I understand a lot of it. I just don't think it needed to go on as right. long. Like, we got... We, Rebecca laid that foundation. We understood the conflict within. It, and, yeah. like, I think we could have just... I feel like we were beating a dead horse, in my opinion. Yes. And I think the whole thing with her friend is she's being a hypocrite, right? She's mad at Zayden 
for keeping these secrets from her to protect her. But then she's doing the exact same thing to her friends, which I get it's different when you're in a relationship with somebody versus like when you're not, um, when it's just a friend, like whatever. You hold people to different standards. That's totally normal, totally fine. But Zayden is like, your best friend can read your memories. And the one time he did it, it kind of fucked us and we all almost died. I was doing this to protect you so that you didn't have to make those choices. Which makes sense. And like, you could tell like he's super conflicted about it. But again, too, like, I think like what I liked about them so much in the first book was I feel like they were like very um, sure about each other. Yeah. And I do think that Zayden is very sure of her, but I also think he's constantly like waiting for her to like really get to know him and like be like, oh, never mind, I'm out, bye. And that's really sad because he's never felt his mother like left him. Yeah. His dad's dead. He's kind of taken on all this. another secret of like what he's capable of. Right. Like he's waiting, he's waiting for the shoe to drop. And like, you bring up a good point, like. Even in the last couple chapters of the first book, where, like, she's kind of learning things. She's like, okay, I'm mad at you, but, like, let's just keep going. We'll talk about this later. But, like, I like she's even saying, like, I trust you. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, yeah, like, it felt like a little lost. And I, and I get it. Whoever comments on the TikTok, very valid points. I'm not here to, like, disregard those by any means. Oh. But I do think at a certain point, we like characters for a reason because of certain things. And it yeah. felt a little lost with that. Yes. Like I just even, okay. So even like the whole cat storyline, which oh. I know that I don't think anybody was a fan of that storyline. I understood. Okay. I liked the jealousy at first. I'm, I'm okay with the jealousy storyline. I think it's very cute. I don't really like when it's like the boy, I kind of wanted him to be jealous of like Eric or whatever he calls himself. Cam. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind that. The, the initial jealousy. The very first couple of moments. When they go to, like, the, her kingdom or whatever, like, with yeah. her uncle, the king. I didn't mind it there because they, they were just kind of getting to know each other. Yes. When it was, like, continuing and when they're, like, fighting on the mat, it was just, like, very unnecessary at that point. Much. We didn't need um, it. We definitely didn't need it. And we got the finger comment out of it. And that is it. Yeah. And like cool. And we got comment, and we got because she was we got the whole like throne like my woman, my chair, yeah. or like my kingdom, my chair, my woman, or whatever he says, which I'm sorry that I'm fucking it up. I'm just it's it's in my notes. Anyway, um we get like good po- parts from it, but yes. I just think that it kind of like dragged on too much. And I think that and again, I know that Kat was amplifying her emotions and that yes. wasn't like exactly how Violet would react, but I think that like Violet has never really been that kind of girl and so I kind of wish that she would have been like oh fuck Kat is like the thing that's so cool about Violet is that she's just like I don't know I like I'm just me I here I am like take it or leave it like I work hard I bust my ass like she's I feel like she's never been that kind of insecure and again yes I know her I know her emotions were being amplified but I kind of wish she would have been able to block Kat out and been like no fuck you yeah and like eventually yes that's what happens and I knew Kat was going to get a redemption. Yes. I knew that, like, they were going to grow and, like, they'll probably become, like, friendly. I just – I mean, I think it's – I don't know how it's going to go in the third book with Kat's whole thing. Like, oh, I don't care about Zayden. I just want to be a queen. Yeah. And I want his crown. But, like, is that also going to change out? Because she's like, oh, Violet's actually pretty I cool. Did, and she saved my life. Yeah. Like, that – and, like, please don't make a love triangle. I'll have a heart attack. I don't think Zayden – see, I don't think Zayden – I don't think there will be a love triangle with him. I think that maybe unless she inserts herself, like you know, like not from him, like he. Oh no, I was gonna say I feel like Violet might insert herself into a love triangle with somebody else. Oh really? Well, okay. So this is the thing too. Now we know that this is potentially becoming a TV series. It was picked up. It's been optioned. Doesn't mean it's going to get made. We all know about the Akatar. Throne of Glass was optioned at one point. Like just because something's picked up does not mean it's ever going to get made. But I can see this. Besides the fact that it's fantasy. Like, and that it's not a CW budget. But the story, to me, started feeling, like, very CW-y, where, like, you can't have the character, like, the main couple together the whole time. Like, they have to break up at some point, and, like, she'll date somebody else. Kind of, like... that's annoying. That's what I hope... Well, I, I really hope, hope that's not gonna that happen. doesn't happen. Let us but cry. people keep saying, like, oh, the pacing of this book felt like a TV show. And I'm like, it you're right. It, you know, it reminds me of Stranger Things. You know how, like, they cut to different scenes with, like, different things happening? Yes, like, and, exactly like, the part one like, and part two were, like, yeah. completely different books. Yes. Um, I also think the cat thing probably bothered us a bit more because we are coming off of 50% of an internal monologue debate of whether she likes Zayden or not and if she tell her friends or not. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we finally have a solution, but here's a fucking girl to yeah. insert in all this and you're going to And I also just hate, I hate a storyline that like pits like women against each other over a man. Agreed. 
like it just like very like used and tired in my opinion and like they could have had different conflict i mean it could have started over zayden and it could have like and it could have just progressed for any other reason but like or or then the crown thing okay you think it's coming for like a Zayden thing, but in reality, she just wants his crown. Okay, okay. so then don't okay. bring up the fact that you've like fucked it. Exactly. And like, yeah, don't you know bring it to that. Point. Yeah, don't bring it to that point. Because like, there's a million other things that girls can fight about. It doesn't always have to be about a man. It's always over a guy. No, um, so that just that's. So needless you know. to say, we didn't like the whole cat insert. No, and I didn't mind cat as a character. I think she's. No, I think I like she's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't like that whole part. I mean, it sounds like. We do this every time. I'm like, I'll start complaining about things I don't like. And I'm like, but I actually, I love the story. I love well, the book. Like, this stars. When, yeah. when, when we're discussing, of course, it's, it, yes. Did we like this book? 100%. Would we recommend it? Yes. Yeah. Was it uh, our favorite compared to book one? No, but I do think you still have to, we're not trying to get like super nitpicky, but we're, di- we're dissecting a book right now on our podcast. So yes, yeah, and we're, we're going to talk about Yeah, We're just things. two friends chatting. And so they never, I mean, I don't. We're not going to, I was going to bring up something from the end, but we're not going to get there until we get there. Um, but I don't think there's, I mean, I, people are like, even after this book, people were like, oh, Zayden's going to get the Tamlin treatment. I'm sorry. Listen, you guys, these are first of all, two different authors completely. Second of all, in like every fantasy book besides Akatar and Throne of Glass, which like Throne of Glass, I never from the beginning thought Dorian or Kale were going to be endgame for her. And I don't know if maybe that was just me. I was just like, I liked them, but like, I was like, mm, if she ends up with either of these kids, and I love Dorian, but like, if she ends up with either of these guys, like. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was more of like a hindsight thing. Like, after I got through book two, I feel like I remember thinking back, like, who the heck would right. she end up with? Yes. I'm not understanding. That, right. That's what I was like, I was like, there's they, no way. They don't seem like the best options. And I knew it was eight books, and I was like, she. Breaks up her and Dorian like barely have a fling in the first book. Yeah, and then her and Kel, it's a very and slow it, burn, and yeah. again barely have a thing in the second book. So I was like, who is the main love interest? Like, have we met them yet? Like, yeah. like again, I was like, maybe it's somebody. Whatever. And then you know, you end up knowing who it is. But I was like, let's not compare Rebecca Yars what she's doing in her story to SJM. Yeah. And also, we can't assume that every single fantasy romance book now that the main characters are going to get this like Tamlin effect. Agreed. Um, where like you fall because like again to me yes I I liked Tamlin when I was reading Akatar, but I wasn't like obsessed with him same I thought like I remember vividly saying to you like in a text like oh my god what she said with was the word love like yeah like, or she had to tell him that she loved him like but again like hindsight's a beautiful thing I think in the moment I was caught up with it there and was it's fun, yeah it was enjoyable right I wasn't die hard for him no like, I was like interested until I did a reread and like started to, I was gonna say, I feel like SJM makes did. it very obvious. Yes, I that, just wasn't picking up on the clues. right. I think she makes it very obvious when people aren't you. Yes. You assume the first love interest is Endgame, like of course. I mean, we all do and did, but Zayden was pushed so hard, and they had this amazing connection, and they can mind speak, and their dragons are mated. Mm-hmm. I was like, you guys. Yeah. There's no way that they're not going to end up together. Even if they're not together in the next book, they're still endgame. Agreed. Like, there's I no... I hope no one... And if they're separate, I hope it's just because of, like, distance and not because of, like, another character. I don't think so. Life. I think we're going to get a 180 on Violet again where, like, now that she's, like, committed... Like, I think that she is going to be, like, so steadfast and, like, even if... Which we'll get... I don't want to talk about the end yet. But even if, like, he turns bad for a little bit... And that's why they're not together. She's not, I don't think she's going to fall in love with somebody else. I, I literally think that she's going to be like, no, like now I have to work harder to cure yes. him and save him. Agreed. I think it's just going to, I think that's the only reason why the they want to be together is like he turns back and it motivates her to save him. Yes. But I don't think that, I don't, I don't think even if there is like a love triangle with her and like whatever, I don't think it's going to be like, oh, I'm not. Her feelings yeah. like for somebody else. I will say, let's talk about Dane for two seconds because I think we're coming up on like that kind of lot well for no hold on wait yeah let's yeah. go there let's go there yeah we can let's go we can there. do whatever we can do whatever we want this is our podcast let's, so let's true Teresa Marie so let's <laughs> do it um I had a feeling he was going to be the one that was called down like when she was sitting there really proud of our girl for not breaking I thought that was pretty yeah. impeccable I want to say too and I want to go back and listen to our fourth wing podcast but I feel like in, I've said I was like I think he's getting a redemption and I don't think he that. knew I don't think he like, I don't think he's bad. Yes. He, he did. 
you know what I liked about this book? It gave a few answers. The mom didn't know and Dane didn't know. And I like that we had that solved. Because I feel like if we didn't have that solved, I really don't. It just kind of annoying when you don't wrap up every. I understand leaving some loose ends loose. Because you have to if you're having a series here. But you do have to you have to do not up some things along the way. I like that we got those two. So when Dane comes down the stairs. First off, I was sweating. So I was like, how the fuck are we getting out of this situation? What are we doing? Here's our moment of truth. I was like, this is his redemption. Yeah. I will say. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, because I, I liked Dane in the first. I, he annoyed me you know because the fuck out of me. I liked him a lot, and then he started annoying me, and I was like, okay, he needs to get punched in the face, like stop doubting my girl. Yeah, but like I didn't think he was like a bad friend. He until he we're not, like yeah until whatever because I was like I understand where he's coming from. Like if you were listen, another thing we have to talk about really quickly in regards, and it, I'll bring it back to Dane in a second. They keep being like she's the strongest rider in our year. She's not. At all. We will will unpack that when we talk about the pillar thingy majiggy or bringing down the weather the war. Yeah. Yeah. She's not the strongest. She's not the strongest. The smartest rider. Definitely the weakest. And but the most improved. 100 percent the most improved. Okay. Whatever. So I understand Dane's POV. If you if I was at this college and like they keep saying from the beginning, what is it, Zayden? Like the first year, like if you what God, what what's the like survival rate? Is that really No, the word? first year is when some of us lose our lives. Second year is when the rest of us lose our humanity. Mm. And Dane survived the first year. Literally, by like the first time he sees her, when she crosses the friggin' parapet, parapet she, like her shoulders, she's basically like Just, broken yeah, yeah. already. She already has to go to the healer. Yeah. She's constantly going to the healer. Constantly. She's, she's not... They don't really ever explain what or her she's problem not well. is. She has to always wrap things. She things has like, are, a, like she's I'm like, gonna say she has arthritis. She has a cartilage cartilage issue. I was gonna say she's like she's like lax ligaments. Yeah, subluxes everything. Yes, like needs needs stability. Yes, constantly. like she's strong and she's fierce, but she like there's physically yeah. things that she can like she cannot stay in the saddle. So Taryn, or Taryn, Taryn, she yeah. cannot stay on his back. So Taryn has to wear a saddle. Yeah, she's like whatever. She's not the strongest rider, and that's okay. No, and that's, that's literally okay, and it's great that there's that they accommodate, and like that she pushes herself, and she doesn't let these things stop her from doing things. And I don't like that Dane was trying to stop her from doing things, but I understand as a friend where you're like, I just watched so many people, so die. many of my friends die, and now my best friend, this person who means so much to me is here. I would probably react the same way at first. After a while, I feel like if, if the whole thing with the drag, eventually yes. you turned around. If you're like Katie, back up. I'd be like, yes. okay. Yeah, like him trying to get her to the squ- uh, the yeah. scribe quadrant. I had no problem with any of that. No, I think when it became like, okay, this is you're beating a dead horse. Yes. Right especially too when he kept when he like saw her like becoming stronger and he still was doubting her, and then she bonds two dragons, and he's like, you have you can't you can only do one. Like okay, like relax. Even yeah. when he didn't believe her, like when she said that whatever that girl's name was that he was friends with was the one who like let them in the room to attack her. That's being a bad friend. Yes. But I didn't like hate him for that. I was just like, he's annoying. Yes. But I really liked him in this book. I was happy with his turnaround. I'm okay with it also. Like you're saying, yes. I don't think he did enough damage in book one where I'm like, you're not, you're not worthy of it. You're yeah. Not, everyone deserves second chances depending upon like the severity of your actions. In my yes. opinion. Um, so I'm, I, I was glad that he was able to, looked her and be like do you tr- like just trust me and like i will help yes um i even like that zayden gave him like the i i don't like you but okay thank you you got her out um and i do like that we have the moment with the mom soon after as well where she kind of confesses like i had no idea but yeah like i just feel like it was a nice roundabout for the two i love the when they're her when dane and violet are in the library like they're trying to um translate the book and he's like, I fell in love with Zayden a little. Like I heard what Zayden said yeah. to you, like when we were like during the rescue, and like I fell in love with him a little bit. Like I get it. Like yeah. I love that he's like, listen, like I you're my best friend, and I love you. And like you're saying, like this is never going to be a thing you and I. Like we're only ever going to be friends. And he's like, I support that. Like yeah. And I support. He's like, I understand why you like why you're in love yeah. with Zayden. And like he gets it. You know what I do like wonder? Um, is it Jasenia? That's the scribe. Yes, that helps. Like okay, so first and foremost. The following text has been faithfully transcribed. So transcribed. So like a lot of the beginning, like they kind of yeah. talk about like what happens, like how they become like like with these records. Like some are uncovered correspondence. Oh yeah, like Zayden's like, like uncovered like letters yeah, to Violet. Like, cute, but, like I'm just so cu- I want to know more about Jasenia. Like 
like does she eventually get captured does someone find her out like she's doing some sneaky ass shit like she got all those kids into the squad yeah i don't whatever yeah the the archives the archives yeah like you have to start thinking like who's helping them like yes violet has some serious knowledge because that's where she was supposed to go like i want i want to know what happens for obviously she makes it out she's transcribing stuff and like it sounds like future tense like i'm doing this about the past yeah so like obviously hopefully she's all well and good but I want, I just, I have this, like, I want, I'm hoping this next book, because there's obviously going to be, like you said, like a quest mm-hmm. involved with it, and they're going to need text and stuff like that. I hope Jessenia is along for the ride with that. Yeah. I like her. I want to know a bit more, but I also want to know, like, is she going to be okay? Is she safe? Like, yeah. is she okay? I don't know. I, don't I also, either. like, at first, like, I didn't trust her. I was like, she's going to turn. She, I was like, she's shady. Um, I mean, we get Nolan betrays Violet, but I don't, yeah. but... Nolan, okay, Nolan and Violet's mom were working on the cure for Jack. That's why Jack yes. was in the room. They were working to find a cure for Jack. Like, again, like the whole like turning that ve- we have so much we still need to learn about the whole like venom yes. thing because it sounds like you can like kind of turn, but if you don't use yeah. that power, then you can kind of like stay in this like in between. Yeah. Um, and that you only become corrupt the more you use like yes. the stolen power. Um, but the fact that Violet's mom and Nolan, and, like, Violet has known Nolan her whole life. He's always been the one healing her. Yep. The fact that the two of them are working on a cure makes me believe that Violet's dad is not dead. That he is potentially Venom. And that oh. potentially, again, I don't know how different the Venom look from, like, their human forms. Like, because yeah. I think, like, I don't know. Like, the the fact that... Violet and Zayden are both having these dreams about the sage. And again, that's another thing that they didn't talk about. Zayden is like, they want me. And Violet's like, they want me. I think that they want Zayden as a way to get to Violet. Probably. Um, I just, I'm, I feel like that's actually there's, a theory. yeah. Why would Violet's mom care if there's a cure? True. Like, what's the big deal? Again, I mean, unless she actually was like a really, really good person. It seems like she was only ever trying to protect her kids though and her family. And I feel like if the father didn't turn, then finding a cure would not protect her family. I feel like she wouldn't go out of her way to try to do something like that. Even if the dad isn't alive. And like, why wouldn't they just kill Jack instead of letting him live? You know what I mean? Like they were tested. Yeah. I mean, even if the father's not alive anymore, but like they're, they were at this point, like you've now started this process, you must finish it. Right. But I would be curious to know like if the dad actually is alive. Because it seems like any, it seems like a very easy thing to do to to pull power. Like, I feel like there's probably millions of venom or like half partially venom people running around. I'd also be more curious about like, I think it was mentioned in book one that like Violet has everything that she needs. Yes. So they keep mentioning that. They keep mentioning that. So like where her dad's like, like where's his work? Because. Or is it like she, she already knows. Yes. Like you have. He's told. Yeah. He's he's told told her something. Like not remembering. Or like, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember them like revisiting his book of fables in this book. No, I don't think they did. So I feel like she needs to like really like sit down and like read Read that again. again. Um, and I know that they're behind the wards. When you're behind the wards, like the venom, like you can't really use that magic. That's why yeah. Jack, like, which again is confusing because Jack pulled the power from the ground, like turned a little bit while they were in school. Mm-hmm. So you can like become venom, but not to like that, not to like the sage extent. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess like, when you have all that untapped power, like power corrupts. That's like a thing. That's like a theme in like every book, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but they're behind the wards. So they can't tap into like that full power. I don't know. I'm just like not wor- not worried about Zayden. No. And I think, I think. <sighs> I The only thing I think that he would sacrifice himself to save her. And I can see him like giving himself over to them and then becoming bad in the process. Cause he doesn't like, he doesn't have. Yeah. But I just like, I'm not, again, the book, the end is, I, mean, I don't want to skip to the end yet. So much other stuff happens. <laughs> so much other stuff happens. But I no, really want to get to the end. You. Like I, I really didn't like before, like not to talk about the ending, but like I wasn't as worried as a lot of these videos out there made it, made them feel like you have your own feelings. That's totally fine. I, 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 I will not discount that, but our feelings, I think we're very much the same where I wasn't, I had your thought where 
I was like, Teresa's right. We're going on a quest. Like, yeah. Violet is now bound and determined to fix her, her Zayden. Yes. And she is going to find the cure. Whether he is cured in book three, like, maybe not. Maybe I feel like it'll fully turn. I feel like book three will be like, oh, I'm. I feel like it'll start out like where he's fine. And then he's going to gradually decline. And I feel like he's going to keep getting worse and worse. I feel like the end of book three, he'll be fully bad. I feel like book four will be like all about like getting him back. And book five will have, because it's only five books. And then book five will have to be like the actual like war against them. And like, it's almost in Throne of Glass where at first, like we have to kill anybody who's been like infected, like who's been wearing the rings or whatever. And then like, oh, we don't have to. Irene like figures out that she can cure them. Yes. I feel like it's going to be like that. Like, same thing. We don't have to kill them. We can cure them. But it's going to be about finding the cure. And yeah. it's that's, I feel like, the route it's going to take. And I'm okay with that. Because I feel like when you do start getting late mm-hmm. in a series, you need something else to happen. And I like that it's not, I mean, I'm really hoping it's not the, like, a love triangle or anything else romance related. Like, give us give us this quest. I really want Violet back in the archives. Like, I want to see Violet. Yes, I love, like, the yes. element that she was supposed to be in. Like, we've yes. seen what she got thrown into and how well she responded. I want her in that yes. squad project and like seeing what goes on. Yes. I want to know what happens with Jesenia. Like I want to see that all kind of unfold. Um, I just like, there's a lot that I want from book three. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely, I'm hoping for this quest. Um, I, I will say, so with some of the crying videos I saw, I was, I know you were like, whatever. I will say the mom sacrificing herself. Yes. I will, she like, I, she was kind of annoying in book one, but I will say one thing I have to admire about her and you said it just before. She will always put her children first. Yeah, she, yeah. So the fact that she recognized, like, she needs to do this to protect them. I thought that was, I was like, you know what? Honorable way to go out, girl. Like, I'll give you that. Like, mm-hmm. it was touching. It was a touching moment. Um, and I'm glad she got to find out that Brennan was alive before she did die. So it would feel terrible if she thought her child was dead when he really wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so I do love that for her. And I liked the way she went out. I think for book two, they really tied up the loose ends with the mom for what yeah really needed to be tied up like do we have some questions still of course but i don't think they're like the big pressing questions where it's almost like we never got answers for a, a major plot point yeah no i agree thoughts those are my thoughts um we did okay we didn't talk about all of the um torture we did not talk about the torture it was like that was a lot torture. yeah <laughs> that was some torture um and I am happy. I mean, I know that we mentioned. I am happy that Dane is the one who like yes. officially saves her, but that like Zayden was like not far behind. Agreed. Like he um, found a way to get to her. Yeah, they were waiting for him. To get and to I her. knew like one like Dane when they're like, they like Varish. Yeah, that's his name. Um, they bring him in, and they're like, and like he sees everything. Yes, and he sees everything, and he's like pretending like he's gonna portray her. Yeah, and then he kills up motherfucker I, know, I was very yeah. happy also just like i'm kind of glad that that's how he got brought into this it wasn't like a sit and explain or like let's yeah. feed you information over time i'm starting to change your mind mm-hmm. um i did like that i mean for a second i was like i really hope he is gonna have his redemption and yeah not fuck that up but yeah like she was really being fucking tortured like dislocations like basically doing anything to her that won't kill her instantaneously yes but it's a slow death yes it was just wild. It was. It was like a it lot. Got dark. It got, got really dark. dark. But then I feel like she like kind of like bounced back pretty quickly from I feel being like tortured. Because she had no choice. I do wonder if that might sink in a bit more with the next maybe book or in like the yeah. So like that's why I think like they took too much time with a oh I can I trust Aiden or not? Where I feel like it would have made more sense for her to get over that quicker, but then like almost been like a little bit more broken after being tortured like that, yeah. which would have been completely understandable. Like understandable. our girl Aylin was tortured and thrown in blast. She didn't bounce back right away. No, she did not. No. And then you would get like the, like, you know, you, whatever, you know, just because I would have done things differently doesn't mean it's better. Exactly. I, couldn't, I couldn't write a book. Oh, um, no. I mean, I loved the, the moment when like Zayden gets to her and she's like, you came and he says, there's nowhere in existence. You could ever go. That I wouldn't find you. Remember. Ugh. And then, and she's like, you're going to lose everything that you've worked for because of me. Because yeah. he's like, I'm t- he's like, we're out of this. He's like, we're blowing this popsicle joint or whatever the, the fucking saying is and she's like but we have to bring all my friends we have to everybody now has to join the resistance and um he's like then i'll have everything i need i'll happily watch this is when dane says he fell in love with him um i'll happily watch the world burn, burn to the fucking ground again if it means you live 
Mm. Uh, and she said, you don't mean that. And he says, I do. I'm sorry if you expect me to do the noble thing. I warned you I'm not sweet or soft or kind. And you felt anyway. That's what you get, Violet Me, the good, the bad, and the unforgivable, all that I'm yours. Um, and he goes, you want to know something real? I love you. I'm in love with you. I have been since the night the snow fell on your hair and you kissed me for the first time. I'm grateful my life is tied to yours because it means I won't have to face a day without you in it. My heart only break, uh, only beats as long as yours does. And when you die, I'll meet uh, Malik at your side. It's a damn good thing that you love me too because you're stuck with me in this life and every other that could possibly follow. And that's what I'm saying. There's These two are – if you don't – if you're looking for clues that they're not, you're wrong. Um, reading comprehension, people. <laughs> no, but it's so good. Um, kind of like it's towards the end, and like I, I don't know. I just like highlight this one thing. I was like, living by living only by the codex will do that to you. Part of me wonders if that's why they push it on to us so hard. Yeah. They transform us into this perfect, the perfect weapons. Teach mm-hmm. us to critically think about everything, set the codex and the orders they get, which is true. Like I almost feel like certain people at the college were, were had good intentions, while others were pushing a certain way because they were trying to make them into machines. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of interesting how like that's shining to light a little bit now. Yeah. And, but this, but they're, the students are picking up yes. on this, which is kind of a good thing. Um, Black really does suit you, Violet. You go girl. Yeah. And then also we get like Violet's mom being like, I pushed you into the, there was a the, what, yes. rider's quadrant. Um, cause she's like, she's like, yeah. Like, what did you think you were going to get? You want basically Violet's like, you tried to get me to die. And she's like, the love of my life was a scribe. I put you in there so you'd have a shot at surviving because she knows that if she became a scribe, she would go down the same path her father did yeah. and it would be the end of her life. So she's like, I put you in that in the writer's quadrant so that you can learn to like basically fight. defend yourself yeah. and fight. And then she called in Zayden, a favor to Zayden, and was yeah. like, you need to protect my daughter. And that's why he, he did, always like, did. Yes. Which like, again, I, I really liked that we had that wrap up because there I'm sure people still out there had questions like, why did her mom even put her there? Like, was mm-hmm. it to die? But like, which also kind of what rings true for what you know of the mom, but also doesn't after what she's action wise has done this whole book. Yeah. So I think it really was a nice way. I also do think it makes some sense for what happened in book one too, and how he kind of stayed away. Yeah. Um, and why he didn't do her, even though like he basically was like, I want to fucking kill you, but like had some options, but didn't. Um, I, I enjoyed that little tidbit of information. Yeah. But yeah, like there's a reason why her mom didn't put her there. Also so. like now that her mom is de- so her mom, like, again, like we said, would do anything to protect her children. Melgren, that's the guy's name. He's the one with, like, the bigger, like, the biggest dragon right mm-hmm. now. Which, again, I don't think that's going to last long because I think our, our girl Andarna is going to, yeah. I cannot wait to see what I know. happens to Andarna. But, because um, they say, they're like, why would, who says it? I forget who says it. I don't know if it's Mira. I think it's Mira. Um, she's like, why would they just let you and all of the students leave? Yeah. It makes sense why Violet's mom would let them all leave. Why Agreed. is Melgren going along with it? I agree. There's something fishy. Yeah, there's something fishy. That's the thing, too. Like, yeah, the big wars against the Venom. It's kind of yes. like Game of Thrones, right? There's multiple little things along the way that you're going to have to conquer. Right. Like, that's my question, too. And I don't think that this has been answered. Um, Zayden, in the first book, and I forget the exact term analogy used, but when Violet realizes that he has taken like the marks of every single uh, ch- child yeah. of the of the rebellion leaders or whatever. It's basically like if they um, betray the kingdom, then like he like loses his life. Something like yeah. along those lines. Is that, again, because I guess like the magic system isn't fully like developed. Like I, we know that there's magic. We know like that they get... They're like signets when they like bond to a dragon. Like we know, we understand it. But is it just like a, oh, if like Liam were to betray the country and he's caught, then Zayden also forfeits his life as well as in like, then he's executed. To me, I was like, oh, if somebody, because they're like openly like resisting or rebelling against the government and like nobody is coming for them right now. So I feel like, Good point. I don't. I know that eventually they're gonna have to go against the Venon, of course. Also, like, but it's like the. Way. I don't know if like the main fight is against the Venon or is the main fight. Like, do they like find the cure and and like? Well, maybe that, and then like the main fight is against like the government. Maybe. And 
they like you know um like Zayden becomes like king of I forget his territory but like whatever because like they, we know that there's a crown and that it used to be its own kingdom and then it became part of whatever like so do we get like the do we get like the Venom storyline wrapped up first and then all of a sudden it's like the rebellion versus like the government the or government whatever. or whatever what was the thing that Zayden like he has the marks say that one more time so he has the marks of like the hundred and yeah. plus yeah. whatever on his back. And it's basically like he is responsible for them. And if anybody like steps out of line, he has to forfeit his life. If anyone steps out of line. And then he and then he gives himself like the mark for Violet in regards to like the rebellion. So if she like were to step out of like he like makes himself responsible for them. I wonder. Because step out of line how? Because like because if he's going to start turning and changing, is someone going to try to do something to help save him? And does that like unleash him from like yeah. what he's bound to? You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Well, I guess like with the mom dying. Yeah. Cause the mom's the one who made the marks on him. So maybe it's also just like yeah. a moot point at this point anyway. Hmm. You know what we haven't talked about? Haven't the talked fucking about. Dra- Tarn. Like, we haven't talked about the dragons. Oh, we do need to talk about the dragons. <laughs> we need to talk about the fucking dragons. I, okay, first of all, they're the best part of the entire series. Um, the, like, the back and forth between Taryn and Violet is one of my favorite things in the entire world. I fucking love their banter. He just puts her in her place. He is, like, this, like, old, grumpy, like, yes, grandpa, and I love him, but he's also, like, secretly, like, just, like, a soft, like, little puppy. Yes. Um, and Taryn... So somebody sent me an interview. He, um, yes, yeah, yeah. Rebecca, yeah, after her dog who unfortunately passed away, but she like molded like Taryn after her like grumpy Amazing. old. Uh, I think it was like an English bulldog. I love when he's like referring to Andarna as like the teenagers, and she just like shoots fucking like fire at him. And, yes, like, all these. I'm like, wow, that is such a teenage comment. Yes. Um, hopping to Andarna, like. When she kind of reveals that she hasn't hashed for, is it over 600 years or something like that? Yeah, she was in her egg. And again, like, so she's like in this egg. Yes. And she's cognizant of what's going which, on. Which I think is interesting. Yes. And she hears about Violet's birth and yes. is like, this is my person. So she like hatches. Waits. She waits until Violet is born and then, to yeah. hatch. And then even the way she changes, like, that she's the seventh color. Like, I'm very, first off, we have no idea what Violet's second signet is. No, but it definitely has something to do with. Speaking to the dead. I don't think she's like raising the dead, but when she was being tortured and she and Liam was there, Liam was Was there. there. It wasn't a figment of her imagination. He was there. She could see him. She was really communicating with him. And I think that's going to come in handy if her dad is dead. Yes. Speaking to him. That's why they're saying like. else that they find that they need to communicate with. Yeah. But like the fact that Andarna waited, we don't really know exactly what the signet is for Violet. Like I feel like there's something bigger surmounting that we just haven't peaked at yet we're not even getting to yet so i'm like very curious but i fucking love andara mm-hmm. like she you know who she reminds me of what's that dragon show that we watched as children where she's like that pink cute dragon yes like adorable and then dragon like, tails yeah dragon tails and then my, my oh my god when i used to babysit my neighbors were obsessed with it and like that's just like who i envision and taran's like that big scary like beast of a dragon yeah <laughs> no like, i know shut the fuck up you dumb teenager and she's like whatever like it just rebelling like yes whatever. no i love her i yeah that was i was not expecting that i know that they kept like talking about this like seventh right or or no when they were like oh six and then jesenia's no i think like you know this one says seven so i think that they were just like you know whatever mm-hmm. i didn't like think like oh there's a seventh I didn't think it had to do with the dragons no i thought that there was just like a seventh person that they didn't like know no about way. or something yeah. and then when it was like the dragons i was like oh my god like it's Andarna. And then I thought like when she was like, oh, I didn't realize because like, I guess like, yeah, Andarna's like changing colors. Like she's like almost like camouflaging and like yeah, chameleon. Like, and a chameleon kind of. Yeah, kind of. Like at yeah. first I was like, oh, she can go invisible. That's, I thought she, yeah. I, thought that I was she like, that's like, pretty cool. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that means that maybe Violet can go invisible. But no, I think that she can communicate with the dead somehow. I just hope Andarna's wings okay. It seems like it's getting better. I hope so. I don't think that Violet will ever ride on her, which like they mentioned, yes. but I think that she'll be okay to like fight I think fight she's going to be crucial. There's a reason why she's something big and like a big deal. Yeah. I just don't know about it yet. Right. I'm very curious. Um, 
Yeah, no, same. Sorry, I'm like trying to think of like what else um, before we like get to the end because I want to make sure that I like say all your parts. Oh, I want to make sure that I say everything um, before you before I get there because <laughs> the end left me thoughts. a little bit. The ending confused. We both had to read a few times. I had to read it twice. Um, oh, I, I also okay. No, so this part. Annoyed, kind of annoyed me a little bit. Less than a minute. That's how long it took for you to fall out of love with me. And she's like, don't read my intentions. And he says, I didn't. Like, um, your shields are up. And secondly, I didn't have to. It was all over your face. But she didn't fall out of love with him because no. of his no. second signet. And, like, again, I just feel like it was, like, one of those things where it was, like, it didn't ha- I just, it didn't have to be, and yet it came on, because I just, like, had to readjust myself. It was just, like, another thing that, like, was supposed to come between them that, like, didn't need to happen. It could have just been, like, oh, that's crazy. And he's, like, that's why I trust Dane. And she's, like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Okay, let's let it go. Are you reading me? No. I No, I would never. Also, you're really good at your shields now. Okay, love you, babe. Like, it, I mean, they do move on from it pretty quickly. They but do, thank goodness. At first, I thought I was like, here we fucking go. But I don't, again, again like, well, I don't understand why she would be so mad at that. Literally, one, all the things he's not telling her right off the bat are things that. It's self preservation. Self preservation, one. Two, in the wrong hands can get her killed or him killed. Yeah. Especially this would definitely get him 100%. killed. And, like, Yes, he should. I, I mean, once they, once they joined, once they left Bezgayeth and like went to wherever like the rebellion is or resistance, um, he should have just like told her. Yeah, like let me come clean on everything, which he didn't. So yeah, like they're like they're sleeping together in the same beds. Whatever. Again, also though, like he's constantly leaving to go on patrol. Like they're constantly being separated. Yes, they can't communicate when they're like too far apart. I think that. I'm only annoyed with some of these things because I feel like they were just written to cause a rift. Yes. And it didn't really, like, need to happen. Um, that was my last thing, I think, before we get to the end. The ending. The ending. The ending. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> we, both did, we both did read it a few times. Yes. Well. So Teresa finishes first. I was obviously going back and forth with the audio versus the reading. I was even doing both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And Teresa's like, whatever you do, you need to read the endings. I think I actually still feel like I need to go back and reread it again. I'm just like vastly confused. Also, wait, before we get there too, sorry, because I'm thinking like Jack Barlow, the ending. Why did he save her? Why did he save her? Very well point. Because story. there was no reason for him to save her. No. I think he has ulterior motives too. No, he definitely does because okay, so he he saves her from being assassinated, and yes. he's like, oh, like I'm just trying to like make amends because I was such a bad person. But then he also is the guy who takes the wards down and is yes. like, the second she got the second and his dragon dies, yeah, like, he lets his dragon like there's he, yeah, he lets his dragon die. Yeah. He's the most and like normally when you're bonded to a dragon, if the dragon dies, you die. Yeah. But I guess if you turn venom, that doesn't happen. Which again, now to me is like, which are towards the end, are we gonna have an issue with Zayden and Sigal? Yeah. Please no. I mean, again, it's one of those things where, like, I don't, I, I, it's gonna, they're gonna stay, but it's, all of it's gonna work out. It's just gonna be annoying having to get there. Um, but yeah, like Jack, like once he's bringing, like when he's bringing down the wards, like at the end, he's like, um, I made, like, I made my decision the second I saw her when she bonded to the most powerful dragon available at Thrashing. Why should they determine our potential when we're capable of reaching for our own fate? Again, like. He's like he's fine with her dying. And okay, again, an answer that we need, a question that we need answered. When he like turned Venon himself, do you get like an automatic connection to the sage at that point? Yeah, I don't know. And like, if you do, okay, because how would he like if he was like, oh, I kept her alive because the sage wants her? How would he know that? He's been like he's been being healed, like you know what I mean. Unless he has a connection to the sage, yeah. And if that's the case, if like you become venom and you all of a sudden have a connection to the sage, does that mean that Zayden and Violet had already like are they kind of already almost turning? Because why can the sage communicate with them in their dreams? True. Very valid points. The only reason why Jack would save her would be because the sage wanted her alive, 
And the only reason he, the only way he would know that was if the sage was mind speaking with him or like visiting Doing him in his dreams, yeah. like Zayden and Violet are having. And if that's the case, how can the sage get into the minds of all these people beyond the wards? Unless there's a connection between the sage and them. And then what is that connection? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Okay. Now we can talk about Zayden at the end. Um, okay. So he sacrifices himself to give Violet more time to put the wards up, yeah. which again ends up not needing to happen because Sloan channels the mom and the mom drains herself in order to make the wards go back up. And that's basically what like stops the battle. Um, so, and so he's like distraught at the end and he won't look at her, blah, blah, whatever. You love me. And he's like, and she goes, you know, I do. And he says, um, she's like, what should I, like, what should I be here? Whatever. And she's like, you know, whatever. He looks at her and he's like, me, um, you should be scared of me. And then it's like, uh, he whispers a faint, almost indistinguishable red ring emanating from his gold flecked mm-hmm. onyx irises. So that's when she's like, realize that's how her chapter, that's how chapter 65 ends. And then all of a sudden the last chapter, chapter 66 opens up and it's a flashback to what happened. So it's yes. Zane sacrificing Sagal yeah. like screaming, whatever. And then that just like stops. Abruptly stops. And he wakes up in bed with Violet. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened between him, her like being like, oh fuck, he's turning or he turned, whatever. And them ending up in bed together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, her soft skin, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, yeah, Sigel's been quiet since that night. So is she blocking him out because she's pissed at him or because the bond is breaking? Yes. That's one. Two, I'm happy that him and Violet are in bed together because to me, it means that she was like, I don't care. You're still the same person. We're going to find a fix for this. But I, the way that it was written was like so abrupt that I was like, did I, did I comprehend what I'm reading incorrectly? Uh, yeah, I I'm had like, to reread like, it twice. Like right now, and then he goes and he visits Jack. Also, like Sigel screaming, "I choose you!" Like I don't know. Like I'm like, does some? I don't know. That's I what I'm like, saying. I feel like the bond breaks. Breaks. And if there, if Sigel's bond breaks with Zayden, does that the mean Violet chose me too? Like, yeah. Like, is he making a choice? Like, is him saying like, "Turn me," breaking the the bond, bond between Sigel, get- but like him. But, but like, but Violet chose me too. But like, okay, he's like, saying that he's cho- sacrificing himself to save Violet because like Vi- Violet chose him as like I guess they're in love, and so yeah, I was like, so like yeah, you're well, stronger was, like, than this. Like I, yeah, and like, did is, is that like his nightmares? Like this, like is this like right? Living I'm a nightmare saying. and then he wakes up and he goes, I need to fucking go talk to Jack. Like, like is that what he? I was. Uh, that's what I'm assuming. Like it's like a nightmare. Like, it's a nightmare like, that he's like reliving. Like, yeah. That so it happened. It had to happen. No, it happened because yeah. Violet's chapter ends. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe it was a dream and, like, no, none of it happened. And it was just, like, the sage was, like, fucking with him in his dreams. But then when he goes and visits Jack, Jack's like, we're brothers now. So. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what's the cure? And he's like, for the serum? No, the antidote. More. Yeah. You know what I fucking mean? Yeah. Tell me what the cure is and I won't send for the, yeah, um, the ribe's dead chest that will hold you. So you mummify cures are for diseases. What we have is power, and that isn't curable. It's uh, enviable. There's a way to get rid of this. Oh, no, there's no cure. You can never give back what's been taken. You'll only hunger for more. And then he said, I'd rather die than become one of you. And he says, and yet you just did. Yeah. All this time you've been convincing everyone you're the hero, and now you'll be the villain, especially in her story. Welcome to your fucked up family. Guess we're brothers now. So, like – Welcome to your fucked up family. So, like, there obviously there's more of them. I'd be curious who else is there. I'd be curious if it's anyone we know. Like, so I was gonna say there's more, but if they're behind the wards, I feel like then they can't access that full power. So I feel like yeah. as long as he stays behind the wards, he's, he's fine. Okay. So he can't go back to Ryerson House because that's beyond the wards. Yes. And again, too, it didn't make sense. Like when they're when they're rebuilding the wards, she's like, we can only do this once. So if we do it here, we can't do it at Ryerson House. Which again, like, why? Why? Again, I assume we'll get more because well, yeah, yeah, we'll get answers. But like, I'm, I'm just wondering why. why. Like, yeah, why was it like a pick and choose? And I want to know what happened between Violet seeing the red in his eyes and then them fucking. 
Because you're not like she's naked in bed, so like 100. Like they had sex, like they're great, whatever. But like, and then yeah, like he's having it. He's having that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying like I just think that she's so like, I'm. We're gonna find a cure. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna save you. Like I'll keep you. Like whatever. Yeah. I think that she's gonna. I think that they're both gonna be very strong. Like she's gonna be like I will be the strong one. He's gonna be like oh I have to sacrifice myself for her. Yeah. More, type of thing. While they look for this cure. Like, when's book three? <laughs> right. And then, well, okay, so this is the thing. Do I want book three right now? Yes. And, like, I gave Fourth Wing five stars. I gave this four. I think that if she took a year to write, like, I don't want her to rush it out just because everyone wants it. I think if she took a year for this, she could have perfected it. I so I would rather wait a year for the third book to make sure that it's perfected. I agree. I also do think because, and we're not saying four stars because we did. The four stars is great. That's a really great, good rating. It's a yeah. really good rating for a fantasy book. Like, think about like like what was what like we just spent a whole hour talking. This probably could continue. Like, there's yes. a lot in here. There's like, a lot. So you have to weigh that all out. Like, so yeah, like four stars to me for a fa- this kind of a fantasy book. Like, she's heavy in terms yes. of like what's going on in here. There's a lot to think about. Like, yeah, based on just the part two. Part two to me is like a five star read. Yes, I love it's, part two a lot more. Same. Besides the cat stuff. Besides the cat stuff, like part one, I get it. Like it's gonna be bumpy, but like I still think it. I really enjoyed it. I would never like th- this. Us talking about it is not us saying we won't. We wouldn't continue. We wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I mean, it's, if you think that us giving us book four stars is that we, yeah, like, I know, I know. Well, because you know, like, like sometimes I feel like people are like, oh, that's all you gave it, but like just because I just think it's us thinking about like the whole book as a whole yeah. and not just like what you just read. Because it's so easy to walk away from the ending and go five stars. Yes, because it, it was like a holy fuck yes. moment. But it's you have to think about the whole thing. Right. That's okay. So I'm, I mean, you guys know I'm doing my Throne of Glass reread. Throne of Glass is, of course, one of my favorite fantasy series. The first two books are like three, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, you don't have to love every single book in a series. You don't have to give every, like, just because I love Throne of Glass, I'm not giving every book in that series five stars. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Even Akatar. I do not. I was about to just say that. Akamath and and Akawar, I gave five stars to. Akatar and Akasif. Did not get five stars. Crescent City 2, I gave five stars because of that ending. Looking back, that's a four-star book. That's a four-star book. You know what I mean? Book like, one was a five-star book. Book one is a five-star book. Book two is a four-star book. I'm sorry. Just because I love a series does not mean you're all getting five stars. Even The Plated Prisoner, which I'm not I, not talking about because it's not out yet. It comes out December 7th. Just because I love... Yeah. Just because I love that series. <laughs> overall... Well, I mean, it's not over yet, but overall, is it a five-star series? Probably. Yes. But that doesn't mean every book in that series is going to be five stars. Agreed. So we're giving this book four. That offends you. That's silly. But um, I'm also, like, going to – I mean, we try to keep it as real as possible on this – on our podcast. Like, just because something's popular or just because a lot of people like something doesn't mean that that's always going to be our opinion, and we try to keep it as real as possible. Agreed. Um. So sometimes we're going to, like, talk a little shit about things, even if we love them. 100%. I talk shit about Katie all the time. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Don't worry, Julio. She loves me too much. Katie's, a, <laughs> Katie's like a three and a half star friend, you know? Bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> um, next week is Spilling the Tea. Um, we have to put our December. We have to put okay. our December. <laughs> I'm going to look at the calendar really, really quickly. And I'm, okay, that's what we're going to do. Next week, the 29th, spilling the tea. Yes. And then December 6th, wreck the halls. You already read that. Yep. I will read it. Um, the 13th, we'll do a regular spilling the tea. Mm-hmm. The 20th, are there any other Christmas books that we think we uh, want to read? That's what I'm trying to think of. Like, I know some people have been posting about them, but I feel like they're ones that we've read already. Yeah. So I'm a little confused. Did we ever read, did you ever read In a Holidays by Christina Lawrence? Actually, no. And I keep looking at the table and I'm like, do I pick this up? So like, maybe we do that. Maybe we because do that. I've I know heard Jessica like. Jessica Taylor put out um, Jessica Joyce. Jessica Joyce. Put out like. It's like a day ish novella. novella. But I want to like discuss just a novella. No. So maybe we do In a Holidays. Because okay. we like Christina Lauren. And then 27th, just like we'll do our yearly roundup. I like it. Okay, so you guys got that? I mean, we're going to post it anyway. But the sixth, Wreck the Halls, Spilling the Tea, in the Holidays, Yearly Roundup. Um, that'll be December. So um, we'll see you guys here next week. Same time, same place. 
um, for spilling the tea episode. And you'll get to hear all of my thoughts on all the things I've been reading. And some of them have been smutty mafia and cowboy romances. So it should be a fun time. Um, I assume most of you are in the U.S. So have a happy Thanksgiving. If you're not, have a happy Wednesday. Yeah. And Thursday. Thursday. And Friday. And happy Black Friday shopping. Yes. Everybody can enjoy that. Oh, we really need to um, put an Amazon cart together. Oh, yes. We are going to do um, a lot of giveaways in December. Yes. Um, We're doing 12 days of giveaways. 12 days of giveaways. Starting? December 1st? Should we do that? Or should, like 12 days of Should we do... Uh, you know what? This is a conversation. Not, yeah. yeah, you don't need to be involved. Just like stay tuned. <laughs> Just check Instagram. Yeah. Um, and we also have some exciting potentially news coming up that we can't talk about yet, but we should be able to talk about soon. So also just keep checking the Instagram. And if you live in the tri-state area um, and you like fantasy romance books, stay tuned. But it's like, it's like 98% confirmed. Correct. And if it never comes to be, then forget you ever heard this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's it. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, suckers. See you, suckers.